Mike has fob, the fear of missing McRib. So he cleared his calendar. Yo, dude, backstage passes? Nah. Hey, babe, this weekend? Ugh, can't do it. What up? That sounds great, but count me out. Do what you gotta do. Just don't miss the return of the sandwich, the myth, the legend, the McRib. Come into McDonald's today and get a delicious, saucy McRib sandwich. Made even better with the one-of-a-kind taste of Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Blog Talk Radio. Happy Saturday, everyone. Welcome to EH Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. Your host, Alice in Wonderland. That's me. And today, I'll be interviewing the co-founder of Operation Op Mayflower 2018, Nick Reader. <clears throat> and thank you so much for joining us, Nick. How are you today? I'm I'm doing great. How are you today? Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, I will uh, go ahead and go into a quick prayer, so I want to give you as much time as possible, okay? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Dear Father God in heaven, we come to you in Jesus' name, and we thank you for this opportunity and privilege and honor of being able to serve you. Truly, there is nothing better in the whole wide world than to serve you. We thank you, Father, for speaking to Nick Park and making it able for us to have this interview today. Father, yes, scramble all evil frequencies and all locations where communication is vital to carry out this interview. Scatter the evil demonic radars in Jesus' name. Make them blind, deaf, and mute, and not able to communicate back to their master in Jesus' holy name. We give you honor, praise, and all the glory forever in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we cover, cover every listener with the blood of Jesus in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. Um, I'm going to ask the first question. Um, how long have you been doing this truth thing? Um, for me, it started, I guess, you know, for me to really start understanding what was going on and waking up was probably about eight to ten years ago. was uh, okay. learning about 9-11 and, you know, just kind mm-hmm. of posting things here and there on social media. But what really kick-started and what I was doing was it was November 2nd 2017 I remember it my friend shared a Q post and I remember reading it and I was like man I don't know there's I don't know what this is but there's something here and it's very Mm -hmm. interesting what they were telling me and then next thing I know I just started talking to people that were in the community I was reading other people's posts and it's it's just bloomed into something that I couldn't imagine. The community that we have, not just me. I mean, this is an absolute massive community that you are a part of as well. And it's, I, I mean, it's all I do. I just need to know the truth. I need to figure it out. I need to get out there and say what I know because the whole thing is all about spreading the spread of information and being there for each other and love and peace. And, you know, it's just, that's what we're about, and it's 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 an it's a beautiful adventure, and it's amazing how how fast it's grown and it's only getting bigger. Yes, it's a wonderful journey, and it's all about connecting with people, right? It, that's exactly what it is. I mean, this world mm-hmm. we were connected before, but man, this world is just right. so connected right now. I have friends from all over the world that I talk to on a daily basis, 
stuff that I never never knew about different politics, different what's going like things that are going on and we're getting more and more connected and it's absolutely beautiful because as we get connected we figure out that regardless of politics, regardless of personal beliefs, whatever they try and divide us on, we all all of us in this community have one common goal and that is just to have the truth out there and we all want to live free and be happy and not stuck underneath an oppressive government. Mm-hmm. And that that's what it's all about. It, that's everybody across the world, and it's, it's amazing what's happening. I love it. Yes, me too, so much. It's it's an absolute miracle. It's, 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 it's humanity oh, coming it together. <laughs> I never, never in my life did I think this would ever happen. Me either. I mean, I think what what's going on is that we have been not our identity. I think God has made us not be aware of who we really are, and now we've been yeah. woke up. It, yeah, I think it's for our safety. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to, how to explain it. <laughs> well, what, one thing that I just want to say, it, it's tough for people who are there, and they're like, we want to rest. We want this to happen. We want that to happen. But there, this this puzzle is like the people who are involved as much as I am. It, it's so hard. It's easy to lose track of where we are. In the, in the process of waking up, there's so many people that do, that have no idea that it, it's just mm-hmm. this is it's, it's it's a difficult situation to understand, but in the end, it'll be worth it 100. percent And it's, and I can see it. It's an action. It's moving, and it's not going to get. It can't get stopped. How big it is now? Right. It's going to be worldwide. It's not going to stop. <laughs> it, oh yeah. It's it's okay. huge. These right. these protests that are going on are really big right now worldwide mm-hmm. they have big ramifications in america that are, that are hard to see but absolutely okay next question um what inspired you to start operation mayflower um it all started one day i remember okay so this is this is the story this is how it started so i was reading a, a q drop and if People don't know who Q is. He started posting on 4chan and then started posting on 8chan. And uh, I always check him out. It's www.qanon.pub is the website I use to see him. But anyways, he made a drop and he said, um, what did he say? I I don't know exactly. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here. But he basically said, get organized. You are you are. They want you divided. Uh, you need to come together. And then another post that he made was about dropping memes. And mm-hmm. I I read it and I was like, you know what would be awesome? And I, and I took it as like a battle cry and I was like, we need to get a group of people together. We need to um, just post on Twitter in mass form on one on one day and then just kind of just go from there. It's how it started. And I, and I sent a message to Kai Irvin. I was like, dude, I was like, I got an idea. I was like, check out this Q drop. You know, I'm pretty sure this is kind of what he wants. He wants us to do something like this. And it's just, and then, and then later on, I was like, with, with Kai, I was like, Hey, we need to, I got, I know another guy, Mike Kiesel. I said, you know, he, he'll, he'll help push us this. He, I know he'll do this. And it's just morphed into something that I never thought would get as big as it did. Kai took it and just took the idea and just ran with it and turned and turned it into what it was. It was his idea. 
Like, it was my idea originally, and then it started out with we were going to get, you know, 20, 30, 40 people or whatever to post on Twitter on a Saturday. Next thing I know, we got, you know, in a matter of three days, there was about 1,000 people involved in posting on on Twitter. And what we would do is we would have certain hashtags and memes and everybody would post on one person's tweet on the same exact time. And it was all planned. It was all organized. So like one of the days it was say was, it was Hillary Clinton. We, we would pick a tweet from Hillary Clinton and then everybody would post pretty much whatever meme they wanted with these certain hashtags and we would all do it at the same time. And it got to the point where we started out like our first day, it was like 1500 tweets we sent out. And by the fourth or fifth day, we did 50,000 tweets in an hour. And it was just, it was, it was, it was beautiful. And, And it wasn't like, and I know that that sounds awesome. It was great, but it was the community. It was coming together, all races, all genders, all backgrounds, it didn't matter different countries. It was worldwide what we did. And we were all in, in separate chat rooms on like, and everyone just had one goal and it was, it was absolutely amazing. I loved it. Me too. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah. I I know you were a part of it. You're, you're on my team and it was, it was amazing. It was, it was beautiful. Very. Um, in your own words, what were some of the highlights of this operation thus far? It was... Like major standout, the best standouts of what happened, I guess. The most... Well, there was a single moment, and I'll, and I'll get to that one, but I, I mm-hmm. stated it in the last question, but the most important thing was I saw a fire, a passion, a drive, mm-hmm. and the likes of which in a community that I have never seen before in a matter of two to three days, the way we banded together to basically get out there and just show the establishment that we were forced to be reckoned with. And we had um, CNN analysts talking about us. They made the one made a tweet about us. We had, um, you know, they, the Pope, we we uh, posted on the post tweets like two different times, that was a and big then one. <laughs> it, yeah, and if, and if you remember correctly, two days later after we did this, the Pope came out with a message to his nuns and told them to stay off yes. of social media. Exactly. It, 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 <laughs> we had an effect, and I guess the single greatest moment that I had that that really stands out to me it was the fourth day we were we were doing this. We only did it now for people who don't know, we would do we would pick one person for about an hour a night and then we would go do it the next night. So the fourth night we sent a message. We did we did John Kerry. And I remember in the middle of it because we started getting followed by you know other people who are important and a couple of them General Flynn followed a couple people on their Twitter accounts. And I remember on that night, it was John Kerry, and one of the people that General Flynn followed, He, General Flynn, from his own personal Twitter account, sends them a message 
with a thumbs up and an American flag while we were posting mm-hmm. in a matter of like, it was, we started at, well, I think it was 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at like 9.05. He sends a message to one of the people in our group with a thumbs up and an American flag, basically showing that he loved what we were doing and he approved of it. And that was, that was an absolute amazing feeling for every single person who was involved with us. I and remember then, that. I think that's what caught my attention when you started posting that, about that. Yeah. And then this, this could have been pure coincidence. I'm not saying that this was part of it. This, you know, but on the very next day could have been planned. You know how president Trump plans everything, mm-hmm. but on the very next day after that, president Trump made a tweet about John Kerry specifically. Now that could be pure coincidence, but this is still pretty big. It's still a pretty big coincidence. And then we were supposed to start. Remember it was May 5th was supposed to be our first day and we're called operation Mayflower. And the remember, remember the white house, they made a tweet that said as, as Mayflowers bloom on oh, May yes. 5th. You oh, remember wow, that? I yes. mean, Yes, I do. That could have been <laughs> been purely coincidence, but we look back. I don't think and they so. Didn't make, <laughs> and they didn't make a tweet. I know, and they didn't make a tweet like that in May of. Remember, they said, "Not everything is not a coincidence," or something like that. There are <laughs> no coincidences, and I, and I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, it was it was amazing, and and it wasn't just that. You know, it was great to get recognition. Not to get that kind of recognition that quickly is just absolutely phenomenal and that shows you how quickly it took off but it like I said it was it was the community and what we did and we scared the crap out of the the people from Twitter they had to do whatever they could to get us off of that platform it was like several hundred thousand bands in one day right well it was what happened was so Twitter was banning what they called bots it was about a Mm -hmm. about what was it? A million a month account is what they were doing. And in the uh-huh. month of May and May and June, they banned, they went from 1 million bot accounts deleted to 70 million in the month of May and June alone from the month, like from going like middle of May into June. And that was right around the time that they kicked every single one of us off of Twitter permanently. Mm-hmm. We couldn't even, we couldn't even make new accounts on our devices. Yeah, I still cannot get in on my laptop. I need to sign a, nope. a VPN. I can't. I can't get on my laptop, but I have two other phones. Ha ha! And I got two different accounts. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they took our face our backup Facebook accounts too. I know they took mine that same day. That oh. Twitter came in and wiped us all out. And I think it was May. I, I'm not quite sure on the dates, but I'm pretty sure it was May 16th. We only did it for about two weeks until Twitter wiped us off. But I think it was May 16th that we got wiped off of Twitter. On May 17th, Brad Parscale, who is the director, I don't know his exact title, but he's the director basically of social media for President Trump, sends a letter to both Facebook and Twitter basically warning them of knocking people off of their platform who are conservative, who have conservative views. So could have been coincidence. I don't know but we had a major impact in the censoring of social media in a matter of a couple of weeks. And we're still, yeah. we still do it. 
we still do it a little bit, but it's not it's not like it was. If you had to say one thing to your fellow patriots, what would it be? Oh man, so much. Mm-hmm. Mainly, I guess you know, there's a lot to there's a lot to things to say, but for me personally, I am into the current events and what's happening right now, and I'm watching what's happening in France, and I'm watching what happened in in Germany is uprising. France is a huge uprising. I think Poland is involved. Um, basically, that whole area has a massive uprising that's happening right now against their government. And it's mainly just for us to pay attention, get off of the mm-hmm. mainstream media because they are not covering this, and just think for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you've heard, a lot of people have heard all these stories, all these theories, but. And then you always have the media who comes in and tells them that it's all a lie. Just don't listen to the media. I mean, if the media lies all the time. It's pure manipulation. That's my biggest enemy is the media and TV and Hollywood and all these fake idols. Mm-hmm. But mainly pay attention. Watch what's happening in our government because the Russian collusion case is over with. It's that done. was just a waste of time. <laughs> well, it was a complete waste of time, but it was all to smear President Trump 100%. But a conclusion has been made of it, and Mueller has oh, come out and in so many words said it because he wrote a memo. Nothing from the Russian collusion case is redacted, but yet other um, cases that General Flynn is involved in are redacted. So if they if they don't redact anything, that means that the case is over with and they're talking about it openly. The same thing, and also with if you watch George Papadopoulos on Twitter, he's really dropping some major bombs about the Russian collusion case. The star witness mm-hmm. in a case would never come out and speak in public about a case that is that is ongoing and open in an investigation. So the Russian collusion case is done. It's over with. There's nothing there because if there was, Mueller would have brought that out into the public. He's trying to hide it, cover it up. And the same thing is happening right now to the Clinton Foundation. The Clinton Foundation, the investigations into that are over with. They've basically been given the okay, and that's why all these whistleblowers are coming out. These whistleblowers have been known for a long time to the Trump administration, and these investigations have been going on for well over a year. And they're just they're slowly being pulled out into the public. Right now, it's it's all about the public awareness. So just please pay attention to what you see and what people are, are saying, and take it with an open mind. And that's all that's all we ask is an open mind and a willingness to learn and look at information without bias. And then you just you go from there. Yes. Um, what do you have to say about your uh, co-founder partner, Kai Irvin? Y'all are really good friends, aren't you? Oh, man, Kai Irvin. Dude, he, the passion and fire and mm-hmm. just pure love for this country, for the people, and for the world is just absolutely second to none. I mean, you know, when you get, you know, when you get a personality like his and a personality like mine together and we put together something like Mayflower, there's going to be times where you butt heads 
and you have disagreements, but at the end of the day, him and I always came together for the greater good. And That's he's great. he's one of the people that I respect and care about the most out of everybody that I've that I've met. And it's just he there's just so many good things to say about him and and honestly this is for people who are involved in Mayflower who saw all the BS afterwards it's an absolute shame what happened to him he's recovered from it a lot of it has been dispelled by now because it was all rumors and BS but it's an absolute shame what people were saying about him because it was all false it's all mm-hmm. it's all ridiculous ridiculous paranoia and and I'm glad he's recovered from it. You know, I mean, he did that quickly. He bounced right back. He didn't listen to it because it was all crap. I I stayed with him for that. I mean, it was it was just absolutely ridiculous. And now, and right now, he's fighting. He's fighting the fight in California. He's one of the few in California who are standing up for what they're doing. So if you want to know a lot of truths, you know, check out his page on Facebook. His name is Kai Irvin C. C-A-I-I-R-V-I-N. But he's he's great at what he does. And he's always about speaking truth and with, you know, as much discernment as you can get. He's he's great. And we still, and him, and, him and I still talk. We still work together. We're still working on Mayflower here and there. You know, I mean, it's not like it, not like it used to be, but we still do things every once in a while. And he does a lot, a lot of uh, live videos to show um, everybody what the and then explain the cue drops and everything and um, oh exactly what really helps yeah he goes in depth and detail and and that's really awesome and that was how that was how I first met Kai I met Kai because mm-hmm. you know like I said I was just involved in a community just posting. You know, things here and there, talking on comments, and then one day I came across and I found one of his live videos, talking or and breaking down and dissecting the Q post, which, you know, which is what got me into it. So it really interests me, and I can just there was something about him that intrigued me, and, and you know, I was drawn to him and what he was saying because you could just feel the passion with him, and it, mm-hmm. and it's all his his heart and soul is into this. And he has done, uh, if you remember, remember he did that march on Hollywood. He got, mm-hmm. I don't know how many, I don't know how many people were there. I don't want to speculate on numbers, but that was incredible. he got a good amount of people. What's that? I was just saying he got, he got a good amount of people to go out there and walk right on the Hollywood March of Fame. And it was all his doing. And he's, he's, He's amazing for this movement. There's nothing there's nothing yeah. bad that I can say about him. He's he's a great dude. Yes, he is. Um, cuz you can, you can tell that these celebrities are coming out right now pushing their agenda. It's agenda time. And yeah. we're standing up against that. And when any anyone stands up against the truth, there's always going to be opposition because they're on the right path and they're doing the right thing. But All these people, they want to hide. Opposition creates perseverance. Persevere. Yeah. So it's way, not something ex- exactly. that we go through that. Mm-hmm. And and what you said, and what you said is what I'm dealing with right now. I'm I'm currently banned on Facebook. I can't make a mm-hmm. post. I can't do I ha- anything. I just on got there. off a week and, ban. 
a week yep. man. And, and what what does it do when you come back after you after you deal with that uh, opposition? I fired off. What happens? I fired off. Exactly. What happens when you come back? <laughs> you 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 have more. You know, your perseverance breaks through. Yeah. Your resolve gets stronger. You uh-huh. come back even more determined, and that's exactly. what they don't understand. Every time they do that to us, and that's why we are winning. That's why we will mm-hmm. win. And we are few amongst many, and we are sitting mm-hmm. and we are taking everything that, that's being thrown at us, and we're not backing down. We won't stop. That's right. We won't be. We will not be stopped. There's there's no stopping what's coming. <laughs> because God, really yeah, because. God created us with not a spirit of fear, but with power, love, and a sound mind. And that is his word, and that is true. (laughs) And what you said rings rings absolutely true to me because it is fear. Fear has stopped Mm -hmm. us from getting, from coming together. You can't be afraid. I mean, you've got to go spearhead thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It is fear that has stopped us from spreading our message. It is fear that has stopped us from talking to friends about this, the way they, they think about you, the way they might look at you. You know what? I, I'm done with fear. Fear is, is, has mm-hmm. been out of my mind for well over a year. And I don't care. I, I, you know, I don't go out. I don't push an agenda to anybody because I'm respectful for that. And I know if we push an agenda to people, you know, you instantly throw up a defense mechanism. You know, they block you. They block out what you're saying, which, mm-hmm. is, which, is, which is clearly understandable because if you look at it, you know, you and I were the same way at one point. I remember when I was 18, mm-hmm. 19 years old, I'd hear people talk about stuff like this, and I'm like, you're yeah, crazy. You're what are you crazy. talking about? You know what I mean? <laughs> and so then we thought we knew everything, when, right? <laughs> exactly. So one a very important thing is, is you might, not just you personally, but who's ever listening, is you might know, you know, what's going on, but that doesn't mean the other person is, and you have to look at it from their perspective. You know, I mean, you can sit out there and you can tell them as much as they want, but you got to look at it from their perspective and you got to think about yourself mm-hmm. when you were in that situation. What was it? What was that specific piece of information or who was the person who got you to really start understanding and how did they approach you? You know what I mean? Like, was it, was it just something they said? Was it how they approached you? And, it, and it's, it's an approach that you have to take to people. It's not just bullying people. That's not what we're about. We don't just jam information down their throats. You know, that doesn't work. It's, you know, just what I always do. Like the other day, I had an, I had an experience. I saw, I was watching the sky, and I see a plane come over, and you see they were spraying the air. And I went to my friend who was standing there, and I said, hey, look, just look at this plane. It's spraying this stuff, and it's a clear blue sky. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make this short. But, you know, I said, look at it. When we come out, in a matter of a couple hours, there's going to be more out here. And eventually this, cloud, this sky is going to be completely covered with these quote-unquote clouds. And I, said, and I said, watch. I said, it'll happen. And then we come out at the end of the day, and, you just, and I said, remember to look up. I said, you got to look up. Look at the sky. See what's going on around you, man. Pay attention. He looks up. He's like, holy crap. I said, he said, you weren't kidding. I said, dude, I, I, like, these are the questions that I ask. This is the stuff that I see. I was like, I don't, you know what I mean? I said, look up. Pay attention to your surroundings. Don't get caught up in your day-to-day life and your, you know, money struggles or whatever. That's just set up to control you, to keep you keep you running this rat race every day. Mm-hmm. Get up, go to work. You know, what I mean, come home, watch TV, go do some sort of entertainment. It's all a distraction, 100%. And I'm not saying don't do that. You know, what I mean, you can't just stop your life. There's nothing wrong with it. But all I'm saying is, right. 
pay attention and be aware that, you know, that this is happening. This is our society is designed to distract you from real truth and people who speak real truth. There's another part of society designed to just scream conspiracy and that you're crazy. And that's how society is designed. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Now I got a final question. Where can't we get like yep. less than two minutes left? Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, my name is Nick Reeder, N-I-C-K-R-E-E-D-E-R, and I am on Facebook currently as my main place. I also have a Twitter. It's at Trump's Evil Q. I don't really do much on Twitter, but that's where I'm at also. Um, so basically that's all I'm doing right now. I'm going to try and spread out since Facebook's really banning. But that's where I'm at now. You want you know, check me out, and then yeah, I can hook you up with a lot of other people who are involved, like I said, mm-hmm. in the community of us. It's not just me. It's not just Kai. It's not just you, Alice. not Kurt. You know what I mean? There's the community of us, and that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we have, like, one minute left, and I wish we had more time. And I thank you so much for all the information, and hopefully we can have you back. That's absolutely. And, um, just let me know. You know, you and Kurt are good are good friends of mine, so just let me know. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, and I want to thank you again uh, for joining us on EA Truth, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. Um, and if you feel led, with, I'm talking to the listeners, if uh, and you tune in, if you feel led to support the media ministry, there are links you can click on, click on in um, the, foot, the footer of our website at eternalaffairsmedia.com. All right. Um, yes. Thank can you I say so one, much. Can I say one last thing? Can sure. I say one go last ahead. Thing go real ahead. Quick? Yes. Just real quick, because I'm I'm sitting out here. I'm going to buy a yellow vest. Everyone, prepare for prepare to get a yellow safety vest, just like France is, and like Germany and Poland and all those people. And be ready because it's coming to America and it's going to be fantastic. But all right, thank you. Thank you so much. Right. Have, have a good day. You Bye. too. Bye bye. Mike has fun, the fear of missing McRib. So he cleared his calendar. Yo, dude, backstage passes? Nah. Hey, babe, this weekend? Ah, uh, can't do it. What up? That sounds great, but count me out. Do what you gotta do. Just don't miss the return of the sandwich, the myth, the legend, the McRib. Come into McDonald's today and get a delicious, saucy McRib sandwich. Made even better with the one-of-a-kind taste of Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Mike has fun, the fear of missing McRib. So he cleared his calendar. Yo, dude, backstage passes? Nah. Hey, babe, this weekend? Ugh, can't do it. What up? That sounds great, but count me out. Do what you gotta do. Just don't miss the return of the sandwich, the myth, the legend, the McRib. Come into McDonald's today and get a delicious, saucy McRib sandwich. Made even better with the one-of-a-kind taste of Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.